Hi everyone and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who have experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org. UK. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hello and welcome to the last of our podcast looking at the Lord's Prayer in our series When You Pray. We've broken the Lord's Prayer down into five sections and over the last few weeks we've looked at adoration, consecration, supplication and intercession. Finally, we come to protection as we consider the clause, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, or as some translations have it, deliver us from the evil one. I've recently heard discussions on the radio about whether evil is a helpful concept or not, particularly when applied to someone like the neonatal nurse Lucy Letby, recently convicted of murdering several newborn babies. When we come across such horrific stories like that one, it leaves me in no doubt as to the reality of evil. It probably is not appropriate to describe Letby herself as evil, but her deeds most surely are. And that source of evil is clearly attributed in the Bible to Satan. Satan's kingdom is real, and the temptations we face originate with Satan, not God, as Satan plays on our evil desires, whether directly or by others enticing us. Satan tempts us because he wants to destroy us. He wants us to desire sin, and by so doing, cause us to turn away from God and miss out on God's best for us. And the problem with sin is it's actually quite enjoyable a lot of the time, which is why we want to sin. But every time we sin, we miss out on God's good purposes for us. Every Christian knows what it's like to be tempted to sin. It's one of the most familiar experiences of followers of Jesus. However, it's not necessary for a Christian to sin because God has given us the power to resist temptation. And if our love for Jesus is greater than our love for the sin, then we will be enabled to resist. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 10.13, No temptation has seized you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond that which you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. We do not have to yield to temptation, as God will give us strength to resist and overcome if we look to him. Temptation itself is not sin. Even Jesus was tempted, as the story of, the, of Jesus' time in the wilderness reminds us. It is the yielding, the giving in to temptation that is sin. 
But thankfully, even if we do fail, we have forgiveness available to us in Jesus. Jesus was judged, condemned and punished for all our sins, as we saw last week. Therefore, if we ask God for forgiveness, we can forget about that sin and get on with life clean and right before God. Jesus experienced the same temptations as we do, and yet he resisted them all and did not sin once. He can help us as Christians to do the same if we give our lives over to him. God tests us for our good, but Satan tempts us for evil. But as disciples of Jesus, whatever face, whatever trials we face or temptations, God is in control. With Satan seeking to destroy us, it's no wonder we're encouraged by Paul in Ephesians 6 to put on the whole armour of God to stand against every attack of the enemy. This is something we should do each day, just as the Lord's Prayer encourages us to pray daily for our bread, our needs, so we should pray daily for protection. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord's Prayer then goes on and ends where it began, in praise and adoration of God. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. We've discovered that the Lord's Prayer is a model prayer, a template for us to use both as it is and in developing our own prayers. It's kind of like a checklist of what we should include in our times of prayer and the ordering of our prayers, adoration first every time. It's also, as we've seen, a prayer for Christians to use corporately when they come together, maybe in a life group or wherever. As I explained last time, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, whether alone or with others, we need to have in mind what each phrase of the prayer means. As we slowly and deliberately say each phrase, our minds are then thinking through its meaning. And as we listen to each other, so we speak as one. We pray in union with one voice to our Father in heaven. We are being mindful of those words that Jesus himself taught us to pray. So let's pray right now as Jesus taught us. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, again as long as it's safe to do so, join with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Thanks for praying that prayer with me, and I hope you'll go on to use that prayer as you develop your relationship with Jesus. 
Do make sure you're subscribed to Rugby Ealing Podcasts, whether on Spotify, Apple or Google. And watch out for our new series, which is coming in a few weeks' time. Goodbye.